What is going on, NBA fans? My name is Justin. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about the Sacramento Kings, uh, some rumors, some updates, um, just kind of a general idea of the team overall. So we're going to be getting into that. It's going to be Kings podcast day. So obviously we have a lot of young talent on this Sacramento Kings team. Um, the list goes on and on. I'll give off some names here. We got De'Aaron Fox, the head of the franchise, it seems to be. Um, the, the quarterback for the Sacramento Kings team. So you got De'Aaron Fox, quick, athletic guy. Um, probably could improve his jump shot. If he could do that, I think he's going to be a really dominant player in this league. He, could, he has the potential to be a top five point guard in the league. That's how um, talented De'Aaron Fox is. You also got Buddy Heald. Um, Buddy has shown significant improvement last year, and from some of the video that I've seen um, in his summer practices, playing with some of his other um, friends and stuff, he seems to really be improving his game. So I'm really excited to see Buddy Heald improve and develop. And I think Buddy Heald has so much potential. I really believe that. I think the, the kid really wants to win. I can see it. I can feel it. I can tell by the way that he's really been improving and working on his game that he wants to be um, a really great NBA player. And if he continues to to believe this way and he continues to put in the work, um, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off for him. I really believe that. So you got uh, Buddy Heald. You got a lot of other young guys. Some young guys on this team that um, haven't really gotten a chance to to prove themselves, um, one of which is Harry Giles. Now, he is actually technically on year two, but he didn't play at all last year. So I consider him to be a rookie. Um, so we'll see how that pans out with, with Harry Giles this season. I'm really interested to see how that turns out. Um, we also have Marvin Bagley the third. Um, he was drafted on the Sacramento Kings with the second pick this season. So I'm really interested to see how he turns out as well. So I think those two guys are going to probably, I don't know what we're going to see from them. I'm very interested to see how it turns out. Um, so you got those two young studs. You got um, Willie Cauley Stein. Now I've noticed that Willie Cauley Stein is really tr- um, um, committed this season from what I've heard and from what he's, the way he's been talking is that he really, really wants to improve. And he wants to prove himself um, not only on this team but in the NBA as an NBA athlete. So I think he's really taking it seriously. So we'll see how that goes. I want to see more consistency from Willie Cauley-Stein this season. I think he's been very, you know, he has moments where he shines and then he just kind of fades away. Now, um, to me, he kind of reminds me of a guy like Clint Capella, a guy that can come out, you know, puts uh, put up some uh, blocks defend put um, defend well uh, get some good rebounds if, if Willie Cauley Stein can do that on a consistent basis I think um, he has the potential to be a really great asset to this franchise right now it's all up in the air you know this this to me this team is like a puzzle piece and we don't the only puzzle we really have right now is like De'Aaron Fox you know what I mean like we still have to put all these puzzle pieces together and see who's still going to be on this team and who's not going to be on this team. So you got Willie Cauley-Stein. 
Another guy you got is Bogdan Bogdanovich, obviously a talented player, really came into um, came onto the Sacramento Kings team and showed that he has um, a lot of talent and has the potential to be a really great NBA player. Um, so I'm interested to see how that turns out. Um, him being a sophomore in the National Basketball Association, um, he comes out and he and he obviously proves himself every time. So I'm I'm not too worried about Bogdanovich at all. You know, there's two guys that I'm really not really worried about. I'm not too worried about De'Aaron Fox. Um, I'm I'm not worried about Buddy Heald nor Bogdan. I'm worried about Willie Cully Stein. I'm worried about Scalabissier. Uh, I'm interested to see how that pans out with Scalabissier. You know, this team is going to be um, be running a lot faster and a lot quicker. So I'm really interested to see how that turns out um, with Scalabissier. He's kind of a slower guy, so he's going to have to play a little bit faster. But the dude, I think the dude is has amazing potential. Great offensive player. Um, and just a lot of talent. I think he has the potential to be a really great player in this league. Um, so you got to understand that this, this Kings team is very young. There's still a lot of pieces that are still missing from the equation. And, you know, just because we have all these young stars doesn't mean that... Um, young talent, excuse me, not stars, doesn't mean that this is the team that's going to be together for the long haul. You know, we might not see Scala Sierra on this Kings team a year from now. We might not see Willie Cauley-Stein on this Kings team a year from now. We might not see, you know, and I'll, I'll even make the case that we might not even see Buddy Heald or Bogdan on this team. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Now, Vladi Divox. Obviously, a lot of Kings fans are 50-50 with him being the general manager. He has said stupid things at times. Um, he has said stupid things like, for example, DeMarcus Cousins. You know, we could have got a better deal for DeMarcus. You know, things like that. He's made mistakes here and there. But I will give him a lot of credit. Um, he has turned this franchise around. Um he hasn't made this team successful, but he has turned it around in a much better direction. I will give him that. Um, drafting key pieces like De'Aaron Fox, Harry Giles, Justin Jackson, and so on and so forth. Speaking of Justin Jackson, I wanted to bring up a, a quick thing about him. I really want to see him play the game of basketball. I don't want to see him, you know, he's very, to me, when I watch the interviews with Justin Jackson, I see a guy who's very psychologically in the game, like psychologically. He thinks of the game in such a psychological way, and instead of coming out coming out there and playing the game he loves, he overthinks it, in my opinion. I think he needs to come out there this season. I think he needs to prove, not only to the Kings, but to the National Basketball Association, to the NBA, who Justin Jackson is. I want him to just be him. I don't want him to overthink it. I don't want him to feel like he doesn't work on this team or things aren't. Don't worry about it. Just come out there, play your game, do what Justin Jackson does. That's what I want to see from him. I want to see I don't want to see anything other than that. I want him to have a positive mentality. I want him to have fun out there. I'm not seeing a Justin Jackson that looks like he's having a good time out there. I want to see a Justin Jackson who's enjoying the process. I don't want to see you know, I when I saw the interview with Justin Jackson, 
And to be honest, I was a little disappointed. I was hoping to see a Justin Jackson that was excited, that was pumped up for the season, that's ready to to go and to 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 hit it off with a bang. I'm not saying he's not going to do that. I'm just saying I just saw a Justin Jackson that was very what's the word I'm looking for? Just very over he just over it seems like he's overthinking a lot of things. I want him to play the game of basketball. That's what I want him to do. You know, and, and I know the Kings sent him to the G League for a short period of time. Excuse the the uh, sirens in the background. Um, um, shoot, I told you. Oh yeah, he was. So I know the Kings sent him to the G League, and I think that kind of hurt his confidence, and I think that really affected him. He even mentioned that that was one of his worst moments, but. Instead of looking at it in a positive way, which he should have done, he looked at it in a way like he was ashamed, like he was embarrassed to be there. And he has it all wrong. Instead of, and I understand the G League isn't, you know, candies and roses, but, you know, as an NBA player, as an athlete, it's not about the physical game. It's also mental. You have to see the positive. You have to see the positive during the hard times. You have to pull through. You have to pull through for your teammates. You have to pull through for yourself. And you have to go out there and make the most of your experience each and every time. And that's the Justin Jackson that I want to see. Because honestly, when I see him play and I see him out there playing with the team, he doesn't look happy to me. To me, I don't see any smiles. I don't I don't see a Justin Jackson that really wants to be out there. I want to see a guy who loves his game. Be there for your teammates. Have a good time. Enjoy it. Make the most of it and stop overthinking everything. And yes, you know, he said he wanted, he's been getting off social media, which is great. I think he should get off social media. I think there's a lot of keyboard warriors on social media that dog some of these players, and it's absolutely ridiculous. So if you're one of those people that is constantly dogging the players, it's one thing to have constructive criticism. It's another thing to, to just say negative things to somebody. But anywho. So that's the Justin Jackson that I want to see. I also wanted to mention Ben McElmore. I'm very disappointed in the interview with Ben McElmore on Media Day. Ben McElmore was traded to the Sacramento Kings um, for Garrett Temple. I believe there was somebody else involved in this trade. I cannot remember if it's right now. But, you know, and some of the, the – uh, some of the um, – some of the media was asking Ben Macklemore if you know what is this what is what is he going to do for this team what has he changed with his game what is this new approach to being back on this basketball team and I didn't see a good question to me he said well you know I'm going to be a, a better facilitator of the ball that was not the answer I wanted to hear I wanted to hear I'm going to give it my all I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be a dominant basketball player you know and to me, Ben McElmore is such a, you know, he has a very strong physique, very, very athletic dude. And to me, you know, I know his, he likes to be kind of like the Ray Allen kind of guy, just knocking down some three-pointers. That's great. But, you know, why not improve your overall game? Why, why just settle for one thing, especially when you're young? Why not become a dynamic basketball player that can, that can, play different areas. Look at LeBron James. I'm not trying to compare Ben McElroy to LeBron James, but you know, there's just no comparison whatsoever. I'm just trying to explain to you that LeBron James 
has improved his game in all areas. Not only with defense, not only with offense, not only with passing and assists, not only with three-point shooting and shooting in general, he has improved his game on all er- in all areas. And Ben McMore is the type of guy, to me, who has the physique to be a dominant basketball player, to go out there and to be aggressive and to go in the paint and drive in and be aggressive, be dominant, but instead he likes to take these three-point shots, which is fine. Three-point shots are fine. But there's moments where you have to you pick and choose. You can't just constantly be, you know, shooting three pointers all the time, especially if you're missing them. Now, if here's the thing, if Ben Macklemore was a really good three point shooter and he was a Ray Allen and he was making all the threes, I wouldn't be complaining that much. But the fact that he hasn't he's he's an okay shooter, he's not a great shooter, but that's the only way he really wants to play. That's why I'm I'm kind of getting on him a little bit because this interview, I wanted to hear him say, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, be an all-around basketball player. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna try new things. I'm gonna be dominant. I'm gonna drive into the paint. I'm gonna be aggressive. And I just I just didn't get that. I I, I got the same Ben Macklemore that I've heard before, and I don't want to see the same Ben Macklemore. I don't want to see it. It's a waste of my time as a Kings fan, and it's a waste of his time being on this team. He should be on a team that really wants him and wants him to thrive in in that three-point area that he likes to play um, play for. Uh, but I don't want to see another Ben McElmore. I don't want to see it. I want to see a Ben McElmore that's aggressive. I want to see a Ben McElmore that's going to run with next to De'Aaron Fox, that's going to be dominant, that's going to be aggressive. He is a type of guy who has the physique to be to be a very great NBA player. And I think a lot of players underestimate their, you know, opportunity. They underestimate their potential. And Buddy Heald is not that kind of guy. You compare Ben McElmore to Buddy Heald, there's a complete difference. Buddy Heald is determined. He knows his game. He's excelled in his area, in his field, in which he feels like he can thrive. Ben McElmore is not opening up his mind, is not expanding his horizons, is not taking on that role that guy. Look, if you don't have a feel for the game after year six, I'm a little concerned. Go out there and show to the Kings and show to the NBA and show to yourself. Don't you want to be a more dominant, more aggressive, better basketball player? This is something you should want, Ben. So please consider this. I really went hard on Ben McElmore just now, but I feel like it was necessary. Anywho, um, if I haven't, I think I touched some on some areas there. I'm, I'm trying to think of any other players that I can think of in the moment. Um, we'll see how Marvin Bagley does. You know, I'm, I don't have my expectations really high for him. Um, I'm interested to see how Harry Giles plays, but you got, you got to understand these guys are bigs and they have bodies, <laughs> really young bodies. You know, they're not going to be able to, to, to take on DeMarcus Cousins. They're not going to be able to take on Carl Anthony Towns. You know what I mean? It's going to take a few years to develop these young guys, especially the bigs, in, in getting stronger and getting bigger. Willie Cauley-Stein is now at that point in his career where he is getting bigger. I notice he is really you know, taking it upon himself to be more dominant, be more aggressive, and be stronger um, in the paint, which is great. I think he needs that. Because uh, he's a really tall guy. If he can bulk up a little bit more and get more bulk, I mean, he can really... I really believe that Willie Cauley-Stein could be an essential role 
not only to the Kings, but if he, you know, if he ends up going somewhere else on any other team, he could be an essential player. All right, guys, that's, that's it for my podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to my channel, all NBA talk. My name is Justin. Thank you guys for tuning in Kings fans. Um, see you soon.